Bring, 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 ching, ching. Hello from my rotary phone. Oh, doggone it. Ah, all right. (laughs) Well, I tried to pick up my rotary phone, but apparently they hung up already. It's got the busy signal. I don't think mm-hmm. a, they have the big back then. You know what's interesting about the year 1971? Well, she's on the phone. Mariah, you know what's interesting about the year 1971? Do tell. Did you know that it was illegal to advertise tobacco companies on the television or radio Finally. at that time? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, then Nixon actually uh, announced that they're no longer going to convert dollars to uh, gold anymore. The gold standard was lifted. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that happened then. Uh Rolls-Royce, the British car maker, uh, filed for bankruptcy in 1971. Mm. Yep, that's true. Uh, 19 Southwest Airlines began 1971. Yeah, oh. for sure. That's true. The Eisenhower dollar was released. Charles Manson was convicted. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, Snatchel, Satchel <gasps> Page became the first African-American animal player in the Hall of Fame. The first Starbucks. Hey. first Starbucks was opened way before Mr. Howard... Bought them out, of course. Mm. That was the original Starbucks owners in the Seattle area. Pat, you should have known that. Hoot, uh, hoot. Also, the, a quarter pounder was only 53 cents in 1971. Oh. Yeah. And the 43rd Academy Awards, the war film Patton won seven Oscars. Oh. Isn't that crazy? You know what else happened in 1971? That's when this movie we're about to talk about was set in that time. I, that did not come out as smooth as I hoped. <laughs> Folks, we're watching a doozy of a movie today, and it is a cozy, heartfelt, Christmas award-winning. Get out your doozy koozies. Maybe <laughs> patent pending. <laughs> uh, Christmas, maybe not Christmas movie. The Holdovers, starting, starting and starring the amazing Paul Giamatti, Divine Joy Randolph, and newcomer Dominic Sessa, directed by the amazing Alex Payne. Guys, we've got an amazing show for you. Listen up, buckle up, grab your Jim Bean and your champagne of beer, because we're about to talk about this year's Oscar nomination, probably, The Holdovers. It's alive! 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 Milk was a bad choice. Hello and welcome to a new episode of your favorite wannabe film snob podcast. The How to Be a Movie Snob podcast. With your hosts, Miss Mariah. Hello. Nice to have you here. Hi. Hey. And Patrick. Yeah, more. But yeah, that's that's the end of my first name. That's hi, hi, hi guys. It's nice. Hey. It's Good nice to, to have the people where they belong again. I hear anticipation yeah. is what keeps people, you know, wanting more. You just make them think there's going to be more, but really, it's just emptiness. Mm-hmm. And who are you? 
Oh, hi guys, Seth here, third person, uh, your host with not the mostest, but the most, I'd say I, I get the best award for participation among the three of us. Most, most, most words, most, most chords, most chords. <laughs> oh yeah. Most oh, gear, most um, words. That's true. And I guess I, you know, I do call out the movies that are doozies. That's my my other role here on the podcast because you got the doozometer. You know, we may would this be a doozy? Oh, in the best sense of the word, I would say we've got a doozy today. But before we jump into the dooziness, mm-hmm. the doozy, the doozinator, making copies. No, we are going to quickly talk about wow. something that happened this last week. And it was the other award show. Oh. That's right. Not the American the first. Not the American Spirit Awards, folks. We're talking about the <laughs> Golden Globes. The all new, all fresh, totally not controversial Golden Globes of 2024. So we're just talk a little bit about that because this movie we're gonna watch, I guess we've already watched, talk about has not one, but two Golden Globe winners. And we'll talk about whether or not that is warranted or not. So let's quickly talk about the Golden Globes. You guys watch the Golden Globes? Pat, I know you did, because guess what? I was right there beside you on the couch. That's right. That's right, folks. Don't worry. I'll admit, I was was a little little in and out of it, mentally. It doesn't, the Golden Globes has trained me to be a little less participatory. A little bit. I I save up my energy for the Oscars. Angry Birds, or what were you playing on that thing? Was it? I'll I'll be honest. What was I doing? I I dabbled. I, you know, was also juggling. All right. So, being out of town. I'm the only one who's actually watched the Golden Globes, guys. I'm going to give you some of the. Some of the highlights. I even wrote it down here. Okay, guys. The big winner from the Golden Globes was Oppenheimer with five awards, including Best Picture. Um, Coming in second was four films with two, (laughs) which included Barbie, but we're going to give a big asterisk for that one because of that lame new award. Poor Things, Holdovers, and Anatomy of a Fall. So you know we're talking about one of the four movies. That's not Oppenheimer today, folks. Um, some of the highs and lows. Do you guys see? What was your favorite parts that you may or may not have seen from the Oscars? Do you guys remember any parts that you enjoyed? Did you enjoy from anything the from Globes, the Golden Globes? Sorry, I was, I was ever hopeful. I mean, Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig. Oh my gosh, that was uh, so cute. They're always it was like adorable. It was a breath of fresh air when they came on. You just knew you're like, oh, they're gonna we're give their all. They were, yeah, you felt like. You will entertain us. You will commit to whatever you're doing. Yeah, and they did. And they did. Unlike some other Kevin Costner's that didn't actually care about what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that one was my high point of this awards. Uh, Will Ferrell always brings it, and he always commits. Elizabeth Banks was close, but (laughs) that was a little bit awkward. I actually liked Simu Liu, or Leo... Simu, I don't know if you do the which Chinese way you want to do it because his family name's Leo. Anyways, we won't get into that. I thought he killed it with his presentation as well. That actually felt like he like tried a little bit. And then my other favorite presenter, of course, was John De Baptiste. And is it and Audra J? Andre J? I don't even know her. That's the, but they they felt like chill and relaxed, and they actually like I enjoyed yeah. when they were up there. Those were like the only times I'm like, oh cool. Everyone else felt like they were there, and that was about it. 
It was pretty Yeah, much... they never read the words they were reading yeah. in the moment. Oh, it was pretty awkward. It was pretty awkward. I, Just, yeah, I feel like it was kind of forgettable. Like nothing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it changed hands. This is a, a new owner. They're trying to get away from the Hollywood Foreman Press. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm definitely curious to see. It's nice to set it up so that you can compare with what gets the SAG Award and what gets the Oscar. Yes. You know, it's nice to know, like, this is the beginning. We're kicking it off. Yeah, no, and it's it was... We'll see if it stays consistent. I like upsets later on in the season. So I'm sure. hoping... Well, in this one gives you hints because but it, it's not going to be exact because we, they split comedy musical and drama exactly right? Right. so we get more winners which so like, well if it came down to the oh, two so you know, interesting dramas, yep. usually, usually win yeah yeah but this one's an interesting one this year because because of uh, other things so i'm going to quickly go through it and we'll talk about it uh killian murphy won for best actor from oppenheimer uh, best actor for a musical comedy was Mr. Mr. Paul Giamatti from The Holdovers. Um, the new category, the cinema box office special, won a lot. Of, was Barbie, which I think is the most ridiculous award, but it gets a lot more superstars to the Golden Globe. So, good on you, yes. Golden Globe. You know, I, I I don't hate this award. You don't. To me, it's okay. like the normie. It's like the normie award. It's like this movie was a crowd pleaser. Yeah. I like it because good. I think Barbie was Get great in the movies. and it deserves an award, but it won't be snobby award. You know, <laughs> I always remember the Will Ferrell sketch on the Oscars with John C. Riley and uh, oh, who's the third guy? Oh, was it Jack Black and Jack Black? Jack Black yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, we'll never win awards. And they're like, all we have is our millions and millions of dollars <laughs> oh. to keep us company. But what does that do compared to this little statue? All we have are these $20 million deals for our movies. <laughs> that was such a good bit. It is sad. So I thought that was yeah. pretty good. Uh, and so I, that's, that's, how, that's kind of how I feel about Barbie, by the way. I, they got enough money. They don't need a statue. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I think... To me, it's unfortunate because Barbie, to me, should be in the conversation of the higher quality. Oh, I movies. agree. And certainly Greta Gerwig should be. Yes. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. That. That. Yes. Totally agree. No, I actually love Barbie. But like, just for the people out there, I don't hate Barbie. I thought the movie was awesome. I I think this. I guess Top Gun Maverick would have been in the running for that. Right? Oh, easy. That was last year. Oh yeah. So it to me, that movie winning that. like. An award like that, you go like that makes sense. Maybe Tom Cruise what, made a know, big if... stink last year because it wasn't going <laughs> to win for. And you better make a new category. That's true. That's so funny. Um, I do have a thought. I mean, we've talked about this with the best picture nomination. It used to be the those nominations. Like we, it used to be Wings. It used to be movies that were the blockbuster of Titanic, that year. Titanic. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan lost. I know. But, but still. Yeah, there was, that was the but first it was time. real close. It should have won. It should have won. Yeah. I think Shakespeare still... Love sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. It just, I, I don't mind. And obviously it makes sense just to your point get big celebrities in there get yeah. people who maybe don't care so much being like but i like that movie yeah culture so i might watch this thing. it looked like the crowd was really fun though they like, oh yeah that's the, true i mean it was a good party <laughs> it always is which is that uh, okay who's at this one 
Here's my question then. I think the t- it should be retitled like like cultural influencer. Like there's certain movies every year that influence everything. And obviously Barbie was this year's movie. It's the prom king and queen. Right. Exactly the- right. And last year's yeah. was Maverick. Yeah. Maverick was the surprising old school movie that just changed. Everyone saw it. Everyone loved it. And that yeah. was the surprise movie. And like a couple years couple years ago oh shoot um there's always like a movie like titanic when it came out that was ridiculous like culturally changing um iron man when that came out the first time changed everything and these movies that are like not and they're and they're still great movies mission impossible one have you watched that recently it's gorgeously shot i rewatched well, it well oh my Jurassic goodness Park. it feels almost like an art film compared to the new ones yeah, <laughs> yeah jurassic park is another hey, good example yeah. Anyway, so I think there should be a category. I would just like it changed to like cultural. I think you're just sad that the first winner is Barbie. No, I like Barbie. <laughs> I think Barbie should have got closer to winning it at all. Well, I loved Oppenheimer though. I was not sad about Oppenheimer winning. Sorry, folks. Well, I think you might I think have it, my. I think it makes it weird because Barbie, you know, just like the jokes about Barbie that were in the lovely. Monologue. Yes, I have not are, talked about Mr. So one Joe Coy. That was rough. It's just so one note, and it's like that's not what that movie is. No, feel like it's no. that plastic doll. It, yeah, and you don't know it. You're not getting it, and so I think it. To me, it's unfortunate that one of those other more blockbustery, less critical, you know, I guess less film snobby didn't win it in a way. Sure, because Barbie felt mm-hmm. like it should be closer on the podium to winning real awards mm-hmm. um and so this is like a consolation prize in a weird way i don't mm-hmm. know I, I don't know how to feel about it like and they, i think barbie deserves a bunch of accolades and it got the combination of barbie and oppenheimer got a ton of people going to the movies yep. and when's the last time like i knew several people who dressed up to go to barbie yeah oh yeah <laughs> it was an event yeah uh, there are so many pictures not in front of since how, how lord of the rings and harry potter lord of the rings and harry potter are the other ones that people dressed up for yeah like what a Twilight. cool thing and getting people certainly coming out of the time we've come out of like getting people excited to go to a movie together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like deserves some some uh, credit so i don't mind the, i don't mind the award yeah i just want it to be renamed that's it cultural influence yeah that's what I, 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 I could i could be down for that okay moving my, on my other thought was oh yeah go on we just need to bring back song and dance people to host these things hey give me give me seth mcfarland baby get another doogie yeah. hauser yeah uh, yes he killed 100 throw killed them it. up there like just borrow anyone Shoot, who's hosting even, uh, the tonys yeah oh for and put real. them in the oscars and it'll be a good time yeah or the golden globes any any of those yeah i don't we don't need to throw comedians up there well, unless they can pull it up, like fun. I watched John well, Mulaney Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, and John a good combo. John Mulaney it. never fails. John Mulaney hosted the Governor's and Ball Nick Award Kroll. this year, and Trevor Noah could do it. You yeah, know. Trevor Noah could do it easy. People that know but how to read a room, they all said no. Let lest yeah. us forget, no one wanted to do this gig. What's Billy oh, Crystal yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> Living off his money, being, being too old. Yeah, that yeah Steve, be... Steve Martin said something. Uh, a little sympathetic about Joe Coy. Like, this is a tough gig. Yeah. And he got through it, and now he's got 20 new minutes of material, you know, for his act. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the only the part I, I was annoyed about, and Pat and I talked about the one that happened, I've heard, all the whole, I've heard most of the jokes before. I could name yeah. you the year that the jokes came out. And then he, then he ripped on his own writer. 
<laughs> which I thought was a little, I'm like, come on, man. I know you're dying yeah. up here, but let's, let's, let's take it anyways. But yeah, he got, I don't know. Yeah, just own it. Would you do that if you could be more famous? Cause I didn't listen to him before. So now I, I'll probably look him up a little bit. Is it better to be to bomb at the Oscars? Well, no, because I didn't watch the, the full thing, so I missed a lot of what he said and did, and all I've heard about it was negative. So it makes me not want to watch him. <laughs> mostly. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. We'll see what happens with all his career. All publicity is good publicity, right? Hey, that's that's why we're here. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. That's why we're here. Moving on. Uh, best director was Christopher Nolan for a for a drama um best musical comedy was poor things which is uh impressive uh also best actress in a comedy was emma stone for poor things which will be a very interesting one for best actress at the oscars i'm so interested who's going to win that best foreign language film was anatomy of a fall best screenplay was for anatomy of a fall justin uh triot and arthur oh i can't read my own handwriting harari Forgive me, Arthur. Best actress in a drama was Lily Gladstone from Killers of Flower Moon, and she's probably the favorite to win the Oscar. I loved her speech, too. But my goodness, Emma Stone committed to poor things, and if we get to talk about that, it'll be amazing because it was crazy, but I'm so interested who's going to win that one. Best supporting actress, Miss Divine Joy Randolph. Yay. Formerly of comedic movies for The Holdover. And supporting actor, Mr. RDJ himself, Robert Downey Jr. I liked his speech. He, uh, he came in hot. Classic. Oh, just owned the room. The second he did got on that microphone, RDJ just knows what he's doing. Original song was from Barbie, uh, sung by Billy Eilish and written by her brother Phineas and her. Um, what I Was Made For is the name of the song. Original score, Ludwig Gordeson from Oppenheimer. And the best added movie, The Boy and the Heron, which I wasn't sure if that was going to win, or Spider-Man. So I don't know why I just read you all that, but all of those were... Some of them were surprising. It's not on the internet anywhere. So yeah, it is. But really I could never find like the list like right away. I was always super annoyed. So I actually had to like, write it down myself because you can't just copy and paste. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that in the comments, guys. I'm going to do all the winners in the comments. So I was pretty okay with every single person who won. But just we also yeah. haven't seen them any... all yet. I have seen yeah. all but two. You saw all the winners. The... Yes. But I'm not, not seeing anatomy anatomy of the TV fall. side too. No, an no. anatomy of a fall is the one I would really like to see as uh-huh. well, just to see how. I mean, it's, it's going to be great. I just know it is. But I'm just so interested because, it, like, it's like, what's the feel of what, what the Oscar voters are going to go for? Because it really is, again, well, it's and still I'm a curious, popular thing. Like, whoever right. thinks yeah. is the most. I'm famous. curious to see how, when the Oscars come out and it's all over and done with, how we feel at that point. Like, do we really feel like the right people won? Because we haven't seen everything yet. No. Um, so let's see how our opinions can't wait change. To, It'll I, be fun to compare and contrast from Golden Globes to Oscar for sure. reactions. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm excited, guys. I'm excited. Okay. It we was, watched a movie this week, though, guys. We did. Oh, yeah. We did watch a movie. Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, it's related. No. I don't. To a couple things. I forgot what movie we watched. Um, the Holdovers. Oh, The Holdovers. All right, folks, we watched The Holdovers, and it was amazing. I mean, I mean, my opinions don't matter, but we watched the starring Mr. Paul Giamatti, directed by, was, was it written by or just directed by? Directed. Just directed by. He, he uh, uh, commissioned the writing. That's right. Alexander Payne was the director. The one, the only, and we'll talk about some of his movies as well, I'm sure. 
um, starring Joy Divine. Excuse me, Joy Randolph Divine, right? Div- or Divine Randolph? Divine. Divine. Oh my gosh! Joy I just Randolph. read it here. I'm I'm so embarrassed. He just Joy got Randolph. done trying I to just... figure out a Korean name, so he's switching uh, the Chinese. order yeah. around. Oh no! Dominic Sessa and Paul Giamatti. Chinese. Yeah. So, anywho, um, this movie was so fun. But before we go into it, we're giving our hot takes, guys, because it's cold, bruising hot takes. Let's get started. I'm stealing Mariah's paper because I have a hot take from her paper. Oh. <laughs> Pat, you ready? Or you go, first? go for it, baby. Yes, you think. I got a couple. So My, my hot take is uh, the effective use of cliches and tropes can still make a good movie. <laughs> Nice. That was good. That's why they exist in the first place. 100%. At some point Ooh, it worked. Good. Um, the best actor in this movie was the least recognized. Boom. Yeah, it's hot take, guys. The best actor was the least recognized in this movie. And did not get an award. Daddy didn't get nominated. Didn't get nominated. That's my first hot take. Nothing. Well, nothing. It was good. That's good. <laughs> Hot take. Hot take. And scene. Hot take, not my favorite Alexander good. Payne, I guess. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Oh, there yeah. we go. Now it's That's not bad. Yeah, it's not, not bad. super hot. It's lukewarm. No, not that hot. I thought, I mean. I mean it's a mild take. He's got us some good ones. He, he does have some good ones. doozies. I would people. say uh, it is my favorite of all the ones oh. I've seen by him. For sure. Really? Uh, I mean, it's, there's a couple. I mean. Yeah. Bold. Oh no. That's a hot take. I mean, downsizing was close. Just kidding. Sorry, that's too soon. Too soon. It's <laughs> one of the ones I haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, well, we don't know. That's fine. We don't you, know you don't right need now. to. Um, yeah. Okay, guys. Let's get into it. So the plot: the summer Mariser is coming at you strong. Give us the plot for the holdovers. Okay. This movie takes place in 1970 at a fictional school in New England. A boarding school for young gentlemen and they're about to hit Christmas break one of the staff comes up with a really good excuse to not be the guy that stays back with the kids with nowhere to go otherwise known as the holdovers gets to pass the buck over to another staff member who never has anywhere to go and he gets them another quick twist in the beginning is one of the kids thinking he's going to go somewhere special for the holidays gets a call saying his mother decides instead of taking him for Christmas they're going to go on their long awaited honeymoon and so he's now a holdover everyone starts to change little by little enter the plot the, the deep, joys gets deeper. The cliche, but yet not we so also, cliche. We also have a kitchen manager who stays behind, oh, who happens t- to have lost her son to Vietnam, mm-hmm. who is also a graduate of the school. Shortly after the break starts and the teacher starts bombarding them with actual school activities and structured schedules, one of the kids' fathers comes in and is choppa. And whisks four of the five of them away uh, to a ski vacation. And the one left behind is poor... What is his name? Angus. Angus. Mr. Tully. Mr. Tully gets stuck with Mr. Hunnam 
and Miss Lamb, Mary, the head cook. So the three of them continue the vacation. Things happen. Uh, they get close. There's, there's some drama, some feelings, some traveling to Boston, etc. And so on. And so on and so, so forth. forth. And, yeah. And much and cliche broke. and much uh, coziness ensues. Um, the number I, of I just, people who call this movie cozy, by the way, in reviews is it's, 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 uh, almost obscene. How many people call this movie cozy? I mean, it is cozy and a Christmas movie. <laughs> is it much, cozy? much to the chagrin of the director? Yes, that's true. It, that's true. Is there something to Mary lamb? Mary had a little lamb. Uh, it's so name. funny. I to didn't even think about that. That is hilarious. Uh, I can't figure out the connection. No, that's, Why don't that's you... funny. Okay. Yeah. Why is it Mary Lamb? That's that's the best. Okay. Let's start out with... Oh, I just want to start with the feel. I just want to start with the feel. So because well, how, how was this movie shot? This movie was actually shot quite normally. Was this shot using I 1970s film? Oh, my hot take. Here's so my hot validated. take. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I have to eat my words. Everything I said last week, I have to eat my words. And this is why. This is why. My hot take was this is looks this is a better vintage film than Oppenheimer, than um, Maestro. Maestro. And it was shot on digital Aerialexes. Good old normal stuff. And the post work they did was amazing. The best feeling um era accurate and because let's be real maestro did a really good job of staying era accurate in the videos in the film as well but man this felt like it came out of a 1971 briefcase well and was put into the vhs beginning with the extra long Credits, opening oh. credits, just opening. like they and used to the do on purpose. Accurate vintage logos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Pat will know yeah, which was the whole intent, yep. right? Like the whole intent. They, he didn't want it to feel like a period film. He wanted it to feel like a film you From just didn't know was shot in the seventies. And, and then Pat will know this because I was yelling at the TV when the credits were going. I'm like, look, the words are shaking a little bit, <laughs> like they used to yeah. do. Like they added, like the like shake, like it's like it's over the top of it, and it's not quite right yet. Yeah. And I, so every they, every the details were, mwah, mwah. Well, and did you did you see because the, they they experimented with film, like sixteen millimeter, thirty five millimeter, and they realized well if they did that, they would have to then degrain it from the modern yes. film grain and then regrain it to 70s so era. Stupid. So like, let's just go digital. I, so when good. I read that, I was like, yes. <laughs> take that maestro. Take that everyone who thought I was a fool when I was talking <sighs> last episode. Although Can't you just get away with digital. You ready for this though? Adding, yeah. If it was, um, our friend from Oppenheimer, Mr. Uh, Oh, Christopher got, Nolan. Mr. Christopher Nolan. He'd probably build a factory to create 1970s film stock yeah. so he could shoot it in the original 1970s yeah. film stock. So, yeah, that is well, that's and, a thing, too. And not only that, maybe we're jumping into the, the film techniques. They also, the camera moves, um, they all tried to keep in line with what would have been happening in the tripod. 70s. Yes, yeah, a lot of crash, tripods. Crash and, zoom. Well, and yeah. even no, no, like drone shots, no. nothing. Yeah, 
No steady cams. New fangled. Yep. And then the audio too. They mixed like mono. Mono. So it didn't sound that clear. It it didn't yeah, actually and, sound and that clear. With, with like and Pat's I had to take in like all my stuff. By the way, all yeah. my stuff. Yeah. 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 Well, literally. Well, I'm also gonna add a Just fun. Be on there quick. I'm also gonna add a fun, not professional take fact from this movie is that uh, Alexander Payne screened movies from the era for mm. these kids who have <laughs> had no idea to give them the feel of what you're supposed to be to just get the idea of how this film like how he wants it to look um like the graduates one of them oh Moon, right 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 harold and maude all the president's men dope to give him a vibe and actually had to explain when uh Cessna Angus goes and tries to make a phone call. They had to explain to him how to use a rotary telephone because he didn't know how it worked. The That's kid's perfect. 19 years old or uh, something. I did that with Pat's kids. I gave Quinn a <laughs> phone. A it's I think it's in here somewhere. And I was like, okay, call call someone. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, how do you call somebody on that? And he's like, yeah. and he tried first thing is like all the kids do they press the buttons the only time (laughs) these kids have ever seen this is when they go get their eyes checked and they still have a rotary phone as one of the pictures and they're like uh typewriter like i don't i don't know what that is i was thinking about this the other day which is a stupid thing primitive computer everything you see and what has to do with phones like with with like the phone on your phone Mm -hmm. that's not real anymore no nothing the phone doesn't ring you don't hang up the phone. You don't press. Yeah, the you don't, vernacular is all very dated. And you don't dial a number. Shoot, we barely dialed numbers when we were kids. And we're old. Yeah. But our grandmother <laughs> did have Grandma a, had a rotary. rotary phone. Yeah. Well, no, we did too. We had one of those. And it's really fun actually to dial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes forever. Well, plus yeah, you get used to that tough. satisfying like <laughs> sound and like the length. Like when yeah. you dial a nine, you're like, oh, it's gonna come all the way back. Once, yeah. oh. yeah. <laughs> that should be one of those uh, things you listen to. Is a rotary I phone use it with like a pencil because yeah. it kind of hurt your fingers. Yes, that's um, true. Yeah. Anyway, so I digress. Sorry. They did Hell, a lot. What of are we work. talking about right now? <laughs> blah blah blah. Film to make this period period accurate. And the other thing, I guess. If we're in the making of, also no sound stages in this movie. Mm-hmm. All shot on location. Oh, dude. Um, and stress school stressed me out. I was watching some of the behind the scenes. I was stressed out because I have shot with live crap going on in the background, and they just have their little little zoo, yeah. like boom mic holding it there, and no sound stage and no crap. fake snow. No, and there's just yeah, there's really? traffic going on. There was like a horn in the background for a take. I'm like, you can't <laughs> like cut that take because the horn's got to go all the way through, and you can't reproduce it. I was just so stressed watching the behind the scenes of this thing. I was like. What and they're shooting in direct sunlight. There's just so much stuff that I was just so stressed about when I was watching it. I'm like, cringing. How uh. does it look so freaking good and sound so legit? It's just yeah, no. Yeah. I'm just yes. Again, like more yeah. I enjoyed it better than I enjoyed Maestro and I the 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 feel that that is. And better than well, I and enjoyed then of course in the ending. Yeah. The long fades. Oh, cracked me up. Which Alexander Payne 
Loves. Using his other stuff too. Loves. But way more period accurate. Yeah. Um, we, this, when I shoot live stuff, like when it cut between like, uh, we do like videos of bands or whatever, the, <laughs> my boss gets mad at me every time I do a fade. <laughs> He's like, you hard cut. This isn't 1992. I'm like, I love the fade. Just let me fade. Just a little fade. <laughs> I felt what was interesting about that in this movie was it it let you linger on moments without feeling like the pacing was dragging or that there was tension. So if we go back to uh, like Tokyo Story or something where you're holding a frame for longer than you expect, mm. it's unsettling in a way. There's a weird anticipation Mm-hmm. But when you fade, mm. you're like, okay, that's, we're, we're moving, moving on, on. But you still get an understanding. And then, of course, you can cross fade with similar themes or, or something. And, and that's fun. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool technique. And it is kind of weird that it feels so dated because it, it. I think people just do it so poorly now or there's not like a it's not a choice that people are making. Yeah, that it's makes not sense. an intention-based kind of. Yeah, but I really liked it. Yeah, and I think a lot of that made all this feel nostalgia and comfortable, in a way that wasn't flashy, but felt like ah, it's just really easy to watch this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very easy to watch. I was I I need to put the reference of this, but I was watching a video and someone showed all the seventies films that like from like Days and Confused, Boogie Nights. Um, all these movies that like takes place in the seventies, um, but doesn't feel like a movie made in the seventies. And this just blows those out of the water. And even if you, if you, well, yeah, Boogie Nights, you definitely as good at the movie as you feel like these people are in costume movie. Yes. for sure. Yeah. And even like, like the costumes are great in a lot of these movies and mm-hmm. like Days and Confused was awesome. It, it, it felt like it was really there, but the film was still new film feel that it didn't feel like you were there mm-hmm. um even the date this says produced in 1971 in oh, in, yeah, in roman that. numerals and that was yeah, kind of a little, little thing i thought that was cute yeah that's pretty funny so yeah the feel okay so we all agree the feel of this movie is amazing Spot on. so good but yet doesn't distract. Didn't feel like we're just trying to be something that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't the star. It got out of the way immediately. Like you saw those first things and you're like, okay. Oh, we're doing this. Okay, we're committing. But then you forget immediately and you're into the story. Mm-hmm. So it was a great affect, but it didn't take away, I thought. Because sometimes people do that. Yeah, I kind of like the heads up about this is how we're going to do this. Yeah. Get now, ready. Get ready, folks. And then, yeah, you forget about it. Yeah, which is perfect because that's felt what it should do. very natural. It sh- that's what exactly it should do. Unlike other movies like Sin City or some of the other ones, they kind of, or, or <laughs> Pat's new favorite movie, um, <laughs> part one. Um, Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. <laughs> 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 Zack oh, Snyder yeah. movies, you definitely know he's trying to, sometimes it distracts from the, <laughs> although you could have used some distracting from Rebel Moon. That's a different story. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about this movie. Did you guys, did you guys like it? I did. I did like it's it. It's funny how long we've been talking, and now we're finally thinking about do we like the movie? <laughs> right. Yes. I mean, I also, I also liked it. Like the movie, I, I I was surprised that maybe I had built it up a little too much for myself. It wasn't as good as I 
assumed it was going to be. Really? But that didn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Okay. I I think knowing that it's this is the same collaboration in Sideways. So you love Sideways. I love Sideways. <laughs> this is not That's as great. good. It's not as good for me. Because you know why? There's happiness in it. <laughs> not a lot. There's more comedy in it. It's it's lighter than sideways. More obvious. But I like the darkness usually. So yeah. the fact that, you know, I don't know. Hmm. Still liked yeah, it a lot. The, there wasn't enough darkness. Yeah. That's what we're saying. I'm saying too, you like the darkness. A little too schmaltzy. Yeah, too, yeah. Too, yeah uh, that's true. Because I also think about Schmidt is pretty great also. And it's, that's it's true. Got some good darkness. <laughs> and Election. Election. Love, love that oh, one. Election, election is kind of his outlier, though. That one is just... That feels so out there. Like, uh, that movie... Uh, Tonally, yeah, it's it's more heightened than. Oh, any it's other stuff. just nuts! That movie, yeah. uh, I, <laughs> that's really good. It's terrible and great all the same yeah. time. Yeah, I mean, I'd say I'd put it above the Descendants as far as his filmography. And okay, okay. I, I think Sideways I like better, but the others I feel hmm. like it's right there. All right. This is my favorite. This is uh, my favorite he's done. Like it's not. Yeah, but I'm. I guess I'm more sentimental than you. Who knew? Who and knew? I also expect yeah, I to cry, and I did not. Maybe I was a little disappointed <laughs> in my lack of emotion. Yeah, it never went. It never, it went, never there. went there. I thought the Mary Lamb moment in the kitchen was the closest it got. Like the yeah. Mary Lamb where he shuts the door. That was the closest. I was like, oh, this is this is like the closest he comes where he becomes like a father figure to the group. Well, and also in the end when he's saying goodbye, but his walleye is you know the focus. So then it's kind of like. It's hard to yeah. It's a little goofy at the end. Yeah. It's the right one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, he would not reveal how they did that. They asked him in an interview, Paul Giamatti, like, so the eye. He's like, yeah, I can't. I well, can't and I believe that. they switch it in the movie. Yes, they yes, do. But they don't. The they don't. They they don't tell you how they did it. Like yeah. they don't even. <laughs> I assume it's a contact lens. Yeah, I would assume. I assume so too. But like, uh, it was he I was he was know. very yes, closed about it. They did switch it. So. We also didn't know what mm-hmm. was the eye. Mm. We're all trying to figure Theory. it out. That's pretty yeah. funny. No, I, I really liked it. I think it's, it's such a small movie. I think that's what makes mm, it hard to put it up against an Oppenheimer or even a, a Barbie in a lot of ways. Oh, for like sure. Big mm-hmm. kind of epic things, you know, in their own rights. It's such a small story. Mm-hmm. And a predictable story, but done so well to mm-hmm. me that it overcame anything. You'd be like, "Boy, this is ripping off a bunch of stuff." It's like, no, it's just a story that we understand, yeah, told and acted so genuinely for sure that it still works. Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Dang it, how <laughs> did you pull this trick off?" Because also, I, I found you know coming into it, basically everyone's put into like stereotypes, right? Grouchy teacher, right. punky kid, you know, no nonsense cook. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's what this movie is. And then, of course, as they do, revealing all these layers, nuances. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it wasn't like just when Paul Giamatti defended Mary. Yeah. Or Paul defended Mary, kind of that first meal. And you're like, oh, like this guy's got like a code. You know, he's a good dude, even though he's kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and all and but so you're fighting and it's like simultaneously i'm so put off by him speaking in latin all the time and correcting the drunk santa about his costume <laughs> but you're also but you become Macedonia. charmed by that stuff too and you're like that's quite a trick like you are a, a, such an annoying hard to love person but you've charmed your way mm-hmm. even though paul's not like he's not truly becoming a different person you're just seeing shades of it and you get context and it all adds up to being like that's a really likable guy Mm-hmm. Is that how my annoying teachers were? You know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, and do also they the... have this backstory that I maybe would have liked if I got stuck with them on a well. And also, holiday? it added like a whole another twist side layer when he runs into the old classmate from Harvard. Oh, that was it's great. like yeah. oh, like you have been trying to prove something also by being yeah. that kind of guy. That was great. I thought that was that was that was a nice and it and it brought them both more on the same level. Yeah. It gave, it gave, um, Angus and Paul like more, like we're equals here, both trying to make it. Do you guys think at the end when he gets pulled into the office and Angus is sitting there for a second, do you think he just outed him and told the whole story to the Dean? Anybody for a second? Oh, funny. I didn't know. I I, I was like, I this would be such a messed up arm. twist if that kid told everybody yeah. what he was not supposed to be telling anybody. Yeah, because you're, you're, you're lo- Mariah's still searching for a little like, more come darkness. on, dark, get dark, get really bad yeah. here. In election, it, it was for sure. Yeah. Although, oh, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> okay, that's that no, was great. I, I think I, I thought it was about his arm. I didn't think it was about the dad. Like that, mm, that was, sure. I think that was the other interesting thing. Like there were little twists to all of it. Just mm-hmm. little yeah, yeah. twists that yeah, you go. For sure. Oh, well that's cool. Like, so this thing that, you know, the end result is still kind of predictable. Right. How they got there was interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's just, it was like, Oh, you just did all this so well. Yeah. That yeah. anything I could, I could kind of rag on you for, and it's like, well, but you did it so well. So. Yeah. Exactly right. Good yeah. Job. As cliche as some pieces were, it was just delivered in such a way that it, my, it was good. My favorite example of this is they nailed it. Is the character of Mary. They didn't just make her the wise black woman who's like in Outspoken the service room. Yeah. And, yeah. They made her flawed and they gave her depth in a way that few movies do in that cliche situation. So that was one of the parts I'm like, oh, thank goodness. It's not going to well, be... Well, even just how how she was grieving yeah. was kind of Messy. muted Messy. in some ways, Good. but oh. then came out like at the party with how much she drank. It just, it felt, it didn't feel flashy, but it felt genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, authentic. and I felt like her character arc was so realistic in somebody that could be grieving like that. You know, I feel like there's definitely like a very long denial period and sure you have to get blackout drunk and have a good cry <laughs> and then you're ready to make choices. Like I'm going to visit my sister. I'm going to bring her the This the sounds box and... familiar, Mariah. It's oh, great. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I think she had a lot of emotional intelligence and acted like a normal person. There wasn't like, it wasn't yeah. like a show, like a movie mm. grief that they were showing. It felt yeah. like a real grief process to me. I, when she pulled the little shoes out, that actually was, I was probably, maybe that was close to 
to tearing up yeah. for me. I was like, oh, yeah. brutal. The, uh, but also really lovely, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. and I, I think maybe because traditionally Divine Joy Randolph is a comedic actor, she didn't have to like push any of the comedy. It was always like subtle but hilarious. Oh, yeah. And yeah, may, she just made expression. Oh, it wasn't because like, cause, like uh, it fun. wasn't overly like da 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 or whatever it was. Right. And even Paul Giamatti, this is like Paul Giamatti at like a three or a four. When usually his roles, he's like a seven or eight. <laughs> like he's usually like, yeah, like in private parts. Yeah, like in private <laughs> parts. Like his screaming. first big movie. Yeah. Um, like pig, pig vomit. Yeah. A lot of his, all of the movies, he's like he's kind of over. Yeah. Pat, do you have something to say? I feel like you're just like barking at me for this. I feel like you're. <laughs> is that Shay? Is that Shay barking? His name is Wrigley. Oh everyone. my bad. I forgot. I thought you were a Mets fan. I also I felt like Divine too. She because I had seen her. I don't know if you guys watch Only Murders in the there Building. There we go. Yes, let's see if you. I loved her in that, so and she's also subdued. There, like she's yeah. delivering the comedy very well without yep. having to have some sort of outburst or loud. Um, overacting kind of thing. She just her face. She acts so well with just her face. I mean, she, the expression is great. And I know her from Dolomite, the movie with Eddie Murphy. I have not. Seen oh that. my gosh, Dolomite is one of those sleepers. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. It's so good. It is. <laughs> Dolomite is like one of those movies that nobody's seen, and I don't know why, because it's hilarious. It's it's the story of the actual actor who plays Dolomite. Anyways. If you haven't seen it, Dolomite's worth the watch, folks. It's hilarious. And she's in that, and she's just so good, too. Well, so. and she also comes from Broadway, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, a little thing that Paul Giamatti and Divine Joy Randolph have in common. They both went to Yale. They did. They both oh, yeah. drama school. Yale. Different so, decades. Yes. <laughs> and also, uh, the nice thing about this is Paul Giamatti's dad was the was he the president of Yale? Yeah, I think he so. He was a professor and then the president. So like this is like this is Paul's home. Like this feels so much to him. Like he he understands everything about this. And not to mention Dominic, by the way, his first movie ever, they picked him up because he was the lead in the school play. And this is his high school. What? In real what? life his yeah. high school. This yeah, is one of the this is the most ridiculous Hollywood story I've ever heard. Like this doesn't sound real. Like they'll this will be there'll be a movie about when when Dominic's like a big star and he's like the next Brad Pitt. Oh, I and I had to look that. too because I thought he looks kind of familiar. But he's not. But no. Yeah. He no, looks so nowhere. familiar. Shouldn't oh. be. Yeah, you so guys, in You've case never seen him before. you yeah. couldn't tell from my hot take, I thought Dominic killed it at Angus Tolly. It was just so like, I think he did a great I'm job. I'm confidently not confident. I'm dork, but I'm cool. It's he play he rode that line so well. It felt like a season. I there were moments where I thought it was Timothy Chalamet. Like I thought like that's who I was thinking. I'm like he's like a rough Timothy Chalamet. Um, I was thinking more like Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, so from I, I, Stranger Things, it he just kind of gave me that nice, vibe too. Nice. So I, I really couldn't figure out what was going on, but I'm like, man, he's mm-hmm. killing it, and and probably because Paul and um, Divine like set it up so well, he probably had room to just do whatever. But man, for a first coming out of the gate, right? Well, and in an interview <sighs> too, he said he worked so well with the director and was able to be like, can we do this? And can we, mm. you know, like there was a lot of good communication and 
other than the fact that they required actual snow <laughs> for it to be filming. Yeah. You know, things seemed pretty flexible. Oh, so good. Yeah. Anyways, I thought I, I was just so impressed. I couldn't believe that it was his first movie. I just mm-hmm. couldn't believe it. I yeah. was, b- b- yeah. Wait, good job. Dominic. I hope we need not, to come up with a, I hope an award. Not, well, they used to get and it. we can give it to They him. used to win Oscars. Hello, uh, Anna Paquin in the piano. They used to win Oscars. Kids sure. used to win Oscars their, their debut performance and then never win ever again. <laughs> yeah, that also happened. So maybe it's maybe it's better for him not to win out like the game. Like Tatum gates. O'Neill. Yeah, it's it, right? It's, yeah. it's kind Speaking of a of paper moon. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe. I'm 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 in your corner, Dominic. I hope you're a cool guy. I hope you're not a jerk. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's move on to some. Let's talk about Paul Giamatti in his wonderful fil- filmography. How do you feel this one ranks? Because his filmography is just ridiculous. Starting with Private Parts is the first major movie he's in. Not the first, but the first major movie he's in. First How- one I knew him in. Yes, me too. <laughs> I didn't realize, but you don't even realize that that's his first movie because he's just so, yeah, prolific. You feel like you've he's been around forever. Oh, for and ever. Well, and he's also one of those people that looks like he could be a certain age, but he's not. He looks the same as he did then, really. For sure. Not a lot of yeah. aging has happened. Hair color change, maybe, but. So the movies that he's like, and I'm going to give a show in this because he did. He just was so good in John Adams. John Adams. Is like yes. his big thing. Sideways, of course, is probably his number Loved two, number it. one, probably number one movie that he's known for. He's in the show Billions. That was he's great. He's in Cinderella Man, Straight Out of Compton. He was excellent in. I don't know if you guys saw say Straight Out of Compton. No. It's because you guys don't like you know rap music. Come on, guys. Come was on. Was he a rapper? Uh, he was the agent. He was the. He wasn't a rapper. He was the agent that was rather. He didn't play. Rather. Easy E, Dr. Dre, and Ice Cube were the ones he was representing at the time. Um, but it was, yeah, it was a rough movie. Uh, Big Mama's House, I believe, is your favorite movie. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Planet of the Apes, he was stoked to do. Spider Man. The other one he got a ton of cred for was American oh, he was Splendor. Cool in Jungle Cruise. Now I'm thinking about That's his funny. small part in it. It was good. Truman Show, Private Parts. Yeah, Hangover. American Splendor was a real, like, that's. Uh, guy he played in that is such a hmm. down abbey yeah man of the moon character. 12 years a slave he's just so many parts so um is this his best movie where he is this his best work not yeah, for me yeah, nah. but it's very good oh yeah because you're sideways I'm you've already sideways. made this pat i committed is this your favorite paul giamatti movie? i mean i did not prep you for this it so could be because i think it i'd have to rewatch sideways it's been a long time since that's not sideways. Yeah, we watch uh, it, but I think still a lot. what he does in this is so good. I like to your point, Seth. He's not—he never gets that big. Yeah, yeah but yeah. there's a lot of choices he's making. You know, he's the animator. Me, he's—he does a lot of good little business stuff going on. He's got a lot of pipe work that's fun. Some of his posture stuff. There's there's some definitely some moments that stood out where when he goes to sit and watch TV with Mary, like the newlywed game, mm-hmm. he kind of sits really in the corner of the couch, sort of awkwardly yeah. tight. You know, it's that thing you do when you sit down and you didn't sit down well, so you're uncomfortable. You don't really want to move because then it <laughs> highlights that you yeah. sat in the wrong spot. Or when he's stretching 
right before he lays oh, down yeah. that he about falls over. Yeah. And when he's stretching outside and he picks up a football and throws it, there's a lot of business. <laughs> that, that, that was good. Some, or the injury in the gym. Oh my god! Yeah. I was that gonna... whole scene might have been like, it's one of my faves of the movie. It's so good, like yeah. the delayed scream and then his reaction. Like it's just literally made the trailer. So great. literally made the trailer. So good. Yeah. Uh, he, even when he bites the cookie, you know, he pulls on. He's like, "There's all all kinds of Christmas thing." You know, and he bites him. He's like, mm-hmm. little, you know, and just. I was just, get, I was getting there's good choices throughout, mm-hmm. but none of it's, he never goes to like 11, mm-hmm. but it's all really compelling. How like a Jack Lemon is life. he? How Jack Lemon is he? I was, I was waiting Jack. to ask he this question. Full lemon. Okay. He doesn't, doesn't go full, full okay. lemon, but he's, it's in the spectrum. He's, he's up on the spectrum. Um, I think of physically embodying folks. Uh, there's a reason character. why I ask how Jack Lemon is is Paul Giamatti because Jack Lemmon is the perfect actor who feels like a cartoon. <laughs> is that correct, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. So Jack Lemmon yeah, for cartoonists. Is, premium is, yeah. animation reference. Yes. Actor. Yeah. And I would say Paul Giamatti, man, if he's not there, but he is, he's, he's gotta be one of the best close to Jack Lemmon. Well, and with he, that walleye in this movie, good. he's a little bit, he looks a little bit like <laughs> Rango. Much. You know. <laughs> I never saw that. Rango. Don't do us. Yeah, uh, John Adams or this is my favorite for for his his work because John Adams he was just so he he embodied him so well and it just like tortured. No one listens to him. Angry. It was a perfect. I mean, I didn't know John Adams personally. Yeah, I know you think I'm that old. Yeah, but Billions. He so plays good. a. He's a great in Billions too. I mean, yeah. Loved it. Anyways, okay. he's uh, currently, and I haven't watched it yet. He's on a show called Thirty Coins, which is like a supernatural yeah, Spanish language that. show, and he's like a villain in it. I'm like, oh. what? Oh. I, I was like, I got to get into that. Yeah, uh, I didn't know yeah, that's I, what that I, was. I think he's, I think he's cool. so good, and it's also it's a character that's kind of despicable. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe not. Despicable, he like, yeah. Probably really unappealing (laughs) well the fact that he smells like fish all the time too like you can all like you almost get television from it you have a walleye and you smell like fish and you aren't super attractive (laughs) anyway i think he does come across as intelligent which does add to like well yeah i do kind of like him Mm -hmm. and he's just so like so snarky when the kid is like i can't fail this class and he's like don't sell yourself sure <laughs> sure i think you, thank you very likely sure. can fail this, class. Yeah. this is a great quotable movie there's so many he's things so clever curl it. your toes oh, yeah. it would curl your toes yeah. <laughs> when you're 18 the, the chicken ladder line oh my god i've never heard that before that was That's so good, good line. that's a great freaking line life oh. is a hen house ladder a short- oh yeah, hand out letter. Short and shitty. Sorry, everybody. Oh, PG thirteen on this one, guys. Well, and then the whole thing too. Like, I feel like there's that moment when they're at the restaurant at the end, and she joins them, and they're having ordering dessert, and he wants to get the cherries jubilee. Oh, that was good. And <laughs> the reaction. Curb your enthusiasm. Oh gosh, the, the reaction that they give, like they're finally like the three of them, such a trio at that moment. Oh, that's great. You know, like oh man, 
And when he's waiting for, while they're having the meeting with his parents and she comes and holds his hand, like, oh, uh, the, yeah, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. As cliche as someone could call all of that, it was, they did such a good job. They're a great. Well, even though the, the slight twist of it, the comedy of like the Cherry's Jubilee thing, like, ah, we got him. Yeah, and the, but you know, realize they lit the box on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do this to a cardboard box in the parking lot. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's so perfect. Yeah, that this plan they have actually wouldn't. Really and work she's out. finally just like, "Do you have cherries?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. All right, guys, uh, what do we think about this when it comes to Oscar nominations? Uh, was it well, we know what you think correctly it's already well, been snubbed well yeah yes but but I, I didn't say do i think that um paul giamatti and divine joey randolph do they not deserve it like that's the other question too did other people deserve it instead of them so i guess my question is do you think this movie is best picture of the year one and do you think that they are the best actor in and support actress well for the oscars we have to combine Correct. Correct. What you've seen, what you yeah. know. So, do you think he beats out Robert Downey Jr.? Killian. No, Killian. Well, he got to beat out Killian. Yes. Sorry. So, yeah, he's got to be Killian, Oppenheimer, because um, Ryan Reynolds would probably not Ryan, not Ryan Reynolds. Um, Gosling. Gosling. He'll probably be best supporting actor. You think so? No, I mean he's in the run for it. He's he's a dark horse oh, for best yeah, supporting yeah. actor. Um, no, I think for best supporting. Actor, I still want what's his name from May December to win? Melton. Yeah, he's very Milton, good. But I don't know if he's going to do it because again, uh, when you talk about small movies, I think about May December as well. It mm-hmm. feels like such such yeah. a smaller movie. Oppenheimer was just so big. Barbie was so big, and even uh, sorry guys, spoiler alert. So is Poor Things. Shh. So big. We haven't. It's got... so big. Hold on. It's just they're Hold the they're, phone, they're, Seth. they're they're tour de forces. Let's just put it that way. And so when you get you know, to May December and you get to this, I love this. I like this better than May December. Um, there are moments oh, yeah. like this when I look forward to getting back to normal and not watching movies that are currently in the theater, so that people don't just go and watch it. Without you. <laughs> There's not as many slights. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen Poor Things yet, but this I can't Oscar wait to. This season It'll is going to uh, get heated, people. It's going to get heated. Uh, here's yeah. the thing I can't stand about the Oscars. The dresses. You have to let us watch the movies before you... Like, why release them so late? I don't... Like, I feel like the real runtime should be during 2023. Because all these movies that were released in 2023. I feel like they should announce the nominations earlier so you have more time. Because I felt like pretty rushed last year after the nominations. Oh, to actually watch them all, get ready for it. To get it in in time. Yeah. And then you just re-release them for that month between nominations and Mm -hmm. whatever. and then They are one by one becoming available to stream. Yeah. So I think Divine has a good chance of uh, coming down with the Oscar if, if the the grouping is more or less what it was in Golden Globes. Um, for but those, I think those of you at home, that includes Daniel Brooks, Color Poker, Color Purple, easy for me to say, Julianne Moore, May December, Emily Blunt, Oppenheimer, Roseman Pike, Saltburn, and Jodie Foster from Nide. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. 
Uh, thank you, Seth. You're welcome. Uh, but I think Paul Giamatti will have trouble beating Killian Murphy because I, I think Killian really does carry Oppenheimer. It is Oppenheimer start to finish, whereas this movie, we do share the workload with Angus and Mary's characters. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, and Paul Giamatti is wonderful. And I think this is a really tough role to get right and not feel like a cartoon character. Um, <laughs> In the best way. Yeah. Much love uh, to Jack Lemon. Yes. Uh, but I think, yeah, it'll be tough for him to get the big prize. You know, it'd be awesome if Dominic, Dominic Sessa... Gets a sneaky Gets nomination. Gets a sneaky nomination for supporting, supporting actor. That'd be dope. How? What if? What if his first filmed role he could pull that off? That'd be incredible. Right. Straight out of high school. Yeah. And Paul Giamatti's journey. Straight out of Compton. So there we go. Kimurai, okay, do we think? Uh, oh, so d- you didn't answer this. Best picture, not best picture. Yay, nay. It won't make best picture. It won't. It's too small. Too small. Okay. Would you would you this want is, it to? Would you cheer for it? We're not. Would you cheer for it? Is it over? your choice? Is it for your best choice so far? Pat. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I think it is wonderful, but it's like you, you almost need the spectacle best picture versus the like indie best picture. And I think in that way, oh, this, that's cool. this, this movie did so much. But you know, we're Indie we're past the days picture. where I think Indies Annie are. Hall yeah. beats Star Wars. You know, what if they did it like weight class, but they did it by budget class? How fun would that be? Movies that, that are awarded by budget. If you spend over a hundred million dollars, yeah. you go against other hundred million dollars. If you spend under thirty million, how dope would that be? I mean, that would be really interesting to see those categories for yeah. sure. And then you'd have to like accounting. I also think it's fun to have the low budget beat the tar out of the big budget ones occasionally. Too. Oh, for sure. Like, oh, whatever. Give them the chance to. Shakespeare in Love. That's what you voted for, isn't it? Ugh. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Mariah. No, I think all of these are oh, worthy sorry. noms. I meant Pat, keep but going. I think Divine. That's what I meant divine. to say. <laughs> the only Pat, one to take Sorry. Keep, keep going, Go Pat. On, That's what I meant to say. Go on, Jeez. Thank you, Zach. This is you mixed up your words. Solid gold. Kim okay, Ryan, best pick, best actor, best actress, supporting actress, but um, yay nay. I have not seen, and I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet, but I imagine Killian Murphy being the handsome Irish devil that he is <laughs> is going to be able to pull this off for me. Oh, that's uh, so good. As much as I really liked. Paul Giamatti's he did a great job I, I also think it would be super cool if uh, Dominic Dominic gets a little gets a little bit of a, a nomination yeah. there um, and I think so far Divine she was great I think do you think she'll win so far I think she'll win yeah okay yeah I, I was I didn't know the other movies enough to to know if anyone else really yeah. had the presence. I mean, I mean, the, I also I also think you know Rhea Perlman should get a nod for Barbie, but oh, that's great. <laughs> well, kind of a small part, but that'd be dope. One of the reasons I cried God, on that one. Oh, that's pretty so sweet. happy to see her. That's pretty sweet. I, uh, but yeah, definitely not. Okay, wouldn't win Best Picture. Okay, for, I don't think, but it's pretty great. 
Yep. Okay, guys. Worst part of the show. You're. Oh dear. On the spot. It really feels on Review. the spot this time. I know. So no words this time. Okay, Pat. You want me to start it out, gentlemen, ladies, peoples. Dude, dude, first. Um. Or do you want to start it out, Pat? Just FYI, you guys sound a little bit like a robot to me right now. We sound like a fun. robot. Well, you sound good, and, and I'm recording, so we good. Beep. Well, yeah, beep. Beep. Like R two D two or freaking me out. It's freaking me out. <laughs> uh, I'll power through. Patrick, so my... we want your soul. Oh, I hope that comes. My through review. Me too. Uh, is uh, while the holdovers generally goes where you expect, uh, especially in a movie that takes place over Christmas or the holidays, um, the character arcs are no less enjoyable when handled by the auteur Alexander Payne and the trio of wonderful actors in Paul, Dominic, and Divine. Boom. Okay, got one. You ready? Go for it. Get ready, folks. We got a new holiday classic. <laughs> Alexander Pine and Paul Giamatti team up again for your new favorite Christmas movie. Move over. Die Hard. Die Hard. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, move over, Die Hard. Dominic Sessa, Divine Joy Randolph, and Paul Giamatti are going to put your... Christmas lists in array because it is a 1971 gem that not only feels and looks like the real thing, but is the real thing. Do yourself a treat. Buy a ticket to the holdovers tomorrow. Seth. <laughs> Sincerely. Seth. Seth. I love out. Seth. Um, Move over, diehard. That was, that's, I got to give you credit for that one. A superbly delivered classic story of a trio down on their luck banding together over the holidays. This is a heartwarming. <laughs> what? <laughs> seemingly oh. 1970. There we go. We're back. But not. <laughs> Jeez, and, oh, I can't do it. Just tell me a good or bad. You haven't said good or bad yet. That's a winner. That's why there's that. That's a winner. There you go. It's a doozy. Doozy I, of a holiday. You classic. had all like the describing words, but like you didn't say whether it's, it's good or not. It's a doozy of a brand Boom. new 1970 holiday classic. Ah, oh, that's perfect. The brand new 1971 guys, classic. I, before we we sign off, I'm curious how this didn't feel. Maybe it's because we're after Christmas watching it it didn't feel as christmasy to me as it could have like it definitely has some to me some of the similar diehardiness of like yeah it's a christmas movie yes but it, well it yeah he went and got a tree it wasn't like about christmas right it just happened to take place over christmas no and i think that's the best one of the best but that's how it. all the christmas movies get pigeonholed as as christmas movies it just happened I know, to but fall it's so weird like love actually and yeah, <laughs> get out. But I, to me, this feels very watchable year round. And yeah, maybe you could be like, 
this is a Christmas movie. But you maybe you want to feel cozy in the winter and watch it because it is taking place in the winter, which is so funny that the director is so adamant that he doesn't want it considered a Christmas movie, yet he was determined to get real snow happening as it happens. I'm a little disappointed in the three of us. None of us used the word cozy in our review. I'm a little disappointed. That's my only thing. Well, we said it in the last two hours, I think. That's true. Well, guys, get ready for this cozy, dark horse of an maybe Oscar winner. It's a cozy doozy. Cozy holdovers. It is a good one, guys. Go watch holdovers. You will not be sad. It was just very sweet. Very sweet. Well done movie. We should. That could be one of our. uh, This could be one of our swags is a doozy koozie. (laughs) Pat, I want you to start work doozy on the koozie. doozy koozie. Coming your way. Okay. You design it, Pat. Please. I'll I'll order it. So there you make you that happen. All right. Perfect. Um, guys, this is a great movie. I'm happy we got to go do this. It's a very, uh, honestly, just a nice feeling movie, which is honestly rare for Oscar nominations. It, it does so leave you with warm, watchable. warm, fuzzy, cozy. Yeah. Which feelings. is none of the others don't all do that. No, no. most of the other ones don't do that. No. So. I gotta give this one. Credit. I guess this is the easiest watch so far of of the season. Other, it's nice other than and, Barbie. And I say Barbie and this one are right up there. But this is nice and snobby. Yeah. I feel like it checks yeah. both boxes. That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Um, like, subscribe, keep li- keep listening to where all your favorite podcasts are held. No longer on Google Podcasts. <laughs> Buy Google Podcasts. <laughs> now it's YouTube podcast. Well, you can listen to it on YouTube Music. Like, <laughs> I guess next to the video, which you're watching now, maybe hopefully. So there you go. There you go. Well, thanks for listening. This is Seth, Pat, and Mariah. Signing off, guys. Have a great week. Keep watching movies and try to be the movies. No, bye. Bye. Bye.